making move, Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Mr. the Henny with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You run a 4 now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man we Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man we Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Oh, shit. I know, I know, I know. It's the day before the draft, and it's a lot of things you would hate to see. And me by myself is one of them. But I'm still here. I'm still here. We're going to have some motherfucking fun today. You already know what it is. It's the Three Man Weave Podcast. I am your host today, AJ. I got my Red Cup with me, so I guess I'm AJ Red Cup Williams today. This is episode 106 of the Three Man Weave Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter at Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us any questions, concerns, comments that you may have at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to Apple Podcasts. If you already subscribed, make sure you go in there, you rate us five stars, and you leave us a a nice shining review also subscribe to our youtube like comment subscribe please like comment and subscribe if you like seeing my pretty face um yeah canon and d hill today they have uh schedule conflicts so it's just me it's just me so you know we gonna start it off by saying I'm gonna put the chat rules in the chat. You already know, you know. Make sure you click the link so when you do leave a comment, we can give you your credit. Your photo can be posted up nice and pretty right up here on the ticker. Um, so let's just go ahead and kick it off, man. So Teddy B, Teddy B headed to Denver, and so we know what that means. Does this take them? Does this take Denver Broncos out of the quarterback market? I think hell no, because I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is nothing more than a bridge quarterback. No pun intended. But you know, obviously with the trade of uh, of Teddy Bridgewater, it shows that they're not sold on Drew Locke. And you know, our fantasy champion Tory, I actually just asked him this today. If he still sold on Drew Lock, because he was he was pounding the table for Drew Lock, that was his dog. I don't think it's it, man. I think I think that's I think this is the sign of the times, and you know if uh, word the prince, this is the signs of the times. It's it's over for it's over for uh, Drew Lock, man. Because you're not gonna bring in a bridge quarterback for Drew Lock. You bringing in a bridge quarterback for someone that's gonna be like, you know, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Someone like that where you don't have to start him immediately. Shit, maybe even Mac Jones. So, Drew Locke, count your days, buddy. 
Because it's time to kiss your sweet ass goodbye in Denver. Because ain't no way they're bringing in Teddy Bridgewater, even if even if it was on the cheap. You're not, bring, you're not bringing in Teddy Bridgewater to just be your backup. He's going to come in and compete for the starting job. And most likely you want it to be with somebody who's got upside. So that that's my take on it. Um, Hill, I need you to click the link. Follow those instructions. I'll pin the comment for you so that way you can get credit for your comment along with everybody else that's in the chat. Make sure that you click the link so you can get credit for your comment. But, yeah, I think even if they don't trade up, I think they're still going to take a quarterback. This just kind of is a safety net in case their guy is already gone. This is a safety because I think that, you know, they, they might be in the – the Trey Lance, Justin Fields sweepstakes. And so in, in the, the off chance that the 49ers actually do something smart and draft Justin Fields instead of Mac Jones, or they get Trey Lance instead of Mac Jones, and then someone jumps them, then they still kind of have a little fail safe, and then maybe they can get a Sam Howell next year or somebody along those lines. So I think, personally, they still in the quarterback market. I want to see Teddy succeed, man, because Teddy didn't got a raw deal, man. He almost lost his leg and his life out there in Minnesota. He came, fought back. You know, we, we we gave Alex Smith a lot of praise, but Teddy B, man, his comeback was something serious too because he also almost lost his leg. He didn't get the E60 documentary, but he did get it. And – I can see this, and honestly, the way that the market is set up for Michael Parsons, they might not need to. They might be able to trade back and see that Michael Parsons is still on the board and still want him. Um, if they do trade back and take anybody, you know, I think Michael Parsons is still in play because I'll, I don't know if the market is as hot as we think it is for Michael Parsons. It's definitely an opportunity for him to slide. So um, I, I'm in agreement with you there, Hill. I think. You know, a trade back is is ideal for them. Actually, grab a couple more picks, load up, and you still have a bridge if you don't get your guy. Um, it's been it's it's been you know talked about that some other teams are looking to move up. Uh, in our mock draft, of course, we didn't do trades and trade because it, it's it's shit like this. Trades are very unpredictable. You don't know who's gonna make a trade, whether it be pre draft for some picks pre-draft for you know a player and a pick anything like that so it, it just kind of like when you do those mocks it makes it a little difficult um so we just try to stay away from trades because honestly you know th- those just can go anyway um but i would say some teams to look out for are you know like he'll said broncos dolphins uh i think carolina's still in the mix for a trade um Bill Belichick, you gotta watch what he's doing because it seems like Bill Bill's on a war path. Um, man, I want to talk about this Chris Sims mock draft that he that he put out. Uh, I believe it was in the chat where he had Justin Fields go at thirty two. Bro, if Justin Fields goes at thirty two. It's almost going to be similar to what happened when everyone just discounted Lamar Jackson, but I think on a larger scale, because even when Lamar Jackson dropped, it wasn't necessarily he 
he is, you know, a consensus number two pick, the number two quarterback that entire season. Yes, Lamar Jackson was, you know, the Heisman, but coming into that draft, nobody was like, oh, you have to take Lamar Jackson in the top five. But if you allow Justin Fields to slide to 32, that is the most, like, every everybody who passed needs to be on the hot seat. Uh, well, everybody who need who needed a quarterback, whether it be short term or long term, if you needed a quarterback within the next two years and you passed on Justin Fields and allowed him to go 32, you need to be fired. And Chris Sims, they need to drug test you, bro. Like, how did you? I like, how did you go through that draft and say, yeah, this is a good spot for Justin Fields? And you know, okay, you have some teams that have what they want. But it's still some teams like, bro. If I have, if I have Sam Donald, I'm 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 not. Okay. Okay, you're right. I D Hill D Hill told me I shouldn't I shouldn't even address this. He said, you know damn well Fields ain't dropping the 32. Why are you even entertaining that part? Entertain his justification video. And quite honestly. I, I don't I, I'm at this point where I don't think he deserves it. He doesn't deserve this ain't the this ain't the Chris this ain't the Chris Sims weave. So fuck him. He, yeah, he can he can have that. To me that's just that's just outright disrespectful. But what, what I will get into is how do we get here? How do we get to this point where Justin Fields was the consensus number two pick the entire season and then when the offseason hit he he might not even be the third quarterback taken, maybe the fourth. So like, I, I'm I'm not understanding this. And sometimes like the way the way this draft like the way this league is quarterback needed, there's always tends to be um, a run on quarterbacks. But here's my thing: What happened? When did in in this COVID shortened season did everyone get sold on Zach Wilson? What does Zach Wilson do that Justin Fields can't do? Exactly. What does Mac Jones do that Justin Fields can't do? Exactly. Trey Lance. I've been a Trey Lance supporter. Trey Lance is great value, Justin Fields. Everything that Trey Lance can do, Justin Fields did it. He does it. He possesses it. And he did it at Ohio State. Did we not see the game that Justin Fields did that he had at Clemson? He beat the, like, bro, he put up, I think, what, was it six touchdowns against Sunshine at Clemson and them? Come on, man. You can't tell me that. What has been put on film by Justin Fields has, like, turned you off of, like, okay, yes, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, he threw to some great receivers. But what does, like, if 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 you're trading up because someone reminds you of Kirk Cousins, we serious? We serious. We're going we we really gonna allow that. You trading up cause someone reminds you of Kirk Cousins and you think that they fit your scheme. And Cannon said it. 
If you do that because you think you a genius, you about dumb as a box of rocks, playboy. Because ain't no way in hell. Like, some, like you do that for someone that you could have just stayed put and got. And even if you can't, even if you can't get Mac Jones, you telling me, like Hill said, you telling me you Kyle Trask can't do that? Shit. To me, everyone has always clamored with the emergence of goddamn the emergence of goddamn Patrick Mahomes, shit, even Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck, Lamar Jackson, all of these quarterbacks, they say now the NFL has changed. You need a quarterback that's going to operate outside of the framework of the offense. You need someone that's going to extend the plays, make plays out of his pockets, make plays with his legs. They don't have to be a running quarterback, but you want someone that can extend those plays. So I'm hearing all of this. This is the end, the way the NFL is going. The NFL is a copycat league. And you telling me you want the next Kirk Cousins. Hmm? Hmm? I, 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 I. I, I just don't I, I don't quite understand it. Um it doesn't make sense to me. So uh yeah, I, I just think that this is this is something that could be a fireable offense if Mac Jones turns out to be what I believe Mac Jones is gonna be, which is maybe possibly a mid level starter, career backup. You know, I think like, if you pass on someone with, like, okay, this is why I want to put it. Where is Mac Jones' floor? Because if, if you're going after Mac Jones because he fits your system and he's a safe pick, let's say this is Mac Jones' floor. Who's to say Justin Fields' floor ain't comparable to Mac Jones' floor? The ceiling is the fucking roof. When it comes to Justin Fields, the shit's up here because guess what? In that offense, he's going to do so much more in the framework of the offense. You putting all these people in motion. You have these these running plays, you know, the 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 Shanahan, like the zone run in the Shanahan system. It's it's fail proof. It always works. You add in someone who can throw the ball and then is a threat to take off as well. I, I Come on now. You might as well keep Jimmy G for all of this because, yeah, Matt Jones might come in first year and he might do some good things. God damn it, Eric. Look, Mac Jones equals Christian Ponder. And you can't, you can't like, I, what's the difference? What's the difference? Because I believe personally he does nothing spectacular. There's nothing he does that is spectacular. There's nothing that he does that was like, if all else fails, that's a trait we can build on. Because, yeah, Mac Jones was a highly touted recruit. Mac Jones went to Alabama, put up some pristine numbers, completion percentage that is top notch. So the fuck what? Colt McCoy had one of the top completion percentage when he came out. Career backup. It ain't just always about the numbers. It's more that meets the eye. Transformers. It's like, they get so, like, 
like I said before, scouts, they continuously, I think they just sit around, they sip coffee. I'm like, yeah, I like Mac Jones. And then once one person does it, it's like a game of fucking telephone. Shit just goes around. They go back to all these coaching staffs and says, you know what? I like it. You went to this man pro day. You saw the things that he did. This motherfucker's average as shit. But, hey, ain't no skin off my back because we already know Jeremiah Johnson, my boy. That's what, what you think them Bengals going to do with the fifth pick. I ain't going to stay on that long because you already know how I feel. Jamar Chase. And if it ain't Jamar Chase, if somebody takes Jamar Chase prior to, because there was a rumor that the Lions wanted to trade up with the Falcons and take Jamar Chase prior to, that's fine. Then we'll just take Penn A. Sewell. Once again, it, it it's almost like a, it's almost a, it's, it can't lose. You know, I mean, you can lose because at the end of the day, who knows what the fuck is going to happen with these draft picks? Like I've said before, a draft is like a lottery ticket. You lose a lot more times than you win. But if you win, you can win fucking big. But sometimes you only get the Powerball, right? And you get two fucking dollars. That's the most. That, that's just a crock of shit. But anyway. So, yeah, we ain't going to spend much time on that. What I do want to say, I want to get to something, man, because it's near and dear to my childhood, and I feel like we got some people in this chat that's willing to kick it. And so, spoiler alert to anybody that's out there that has not seen Mortal Kombat yet. If you ain't seen Mortal Kombat yet, please log off about a good 10, 15 minutes so we can get these Mortal Kombat takes off. Because I want to get everybody in this in the group's take on Mortal Kombat as well. Um, on first, like, first watch, after I finished Mortal Kombat, I was like, you know what? I kind of fuck with it. Because I was putting it on the scale of the old Mortal Kombat movie that we had back in the day. When that shit was, shit was terrible, to be quite honest. Acting, action, graphics, all of it. Shit was terrible. It was kind of fun when we was kids, but that shit was terrible. So I was like, all right, it was cool. But as I, I've stepped away from Mortal Kombat and I started just kind of like replaying it in my head, I'm highly disappointed in what Mortal Kombat provided me, man. After after so much weight, how excited I was seeing the trailer and everything that the trailer had to provide, I was like, okay. This shit finna be wild. I'm upset. Because this wasn't a Mortal Kombat movie. Like, like this was like if I would have been much happier is if this was like a prequel. If this was like a Scorpion Sub-Zero origin story and they were leading up to Mortal Kombat, then I'd have been cool. And yes, Eric, I have a whole issue with Cole. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get to that next. Hold that thought. But yeah, if this was a if this was a Sub Zero Scorpion origin story, I'd feel a lot better because you know what? That's gonna lead us into Mortal Kombat. You telling us how everything started. That's almost like how, uh, you know, uh, Marvel how they how they did the whole. Uh, Avengers, you know, series where they did the origin stories, they built it up, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, all of it. And so they lead it up, build that storyline, intertwine all the storylines, make shit happen. And so I was cool with that. But 
the way that they the way that they build this as Mortal Kombat, I'm expecting Mortal Kombat. And you giving me Mortal Kombat after all these years. Why the hell is Cole the main character in the first place? What has what has Cole done to be the main character in a Mortal Kombat movie? And like Eric said, what the hell is Cole's power? Vibranium? So now he builds power up off of all of the hits he takes and then he just, you know, starts to, you know, gain strength. No, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Give me Liu Kang or somebody. Kung Lao. Let them be the star. Like, you can't, like, bro, that was, like, that was the, that was the weakest shit ever, bro, to have, to have Cole be your main character. And then, another spoiler alert, how the fuck did we, how did Cole take Goro out like that? Goro was one of the toughest people in Mortal Kombat. He was who you faced right before you faced Shang Tsung. And you got Cole and his, his wife beating up Goro in only one fight? Like, I need more battles than that. A lot, of, and 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 that 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 leads me to this: a lot of these fight scenes in Mortal Kombat they felt rushed. They felt like, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Ross. It, it, it threw me completely off. Like a lot of stuff was rushed, where it seemed like, okay, let's fit this in here. Let let let's get let's get this fight in here. Let's let, let's have a little confrontation here. Because even the way that subs like that final fight with Sub Zero, it's just like, come on, like we need more. I don't want him to go out like that. And then my guy come loud, like you just let him. He, he fights a little bit. He takes he takes out a couple. He takes out a couple people. He has a nice little moment in his fight. But then Shang Tsung just comes and takes his soul that easy. Like to me, I needed like I need Kung Lao in the second one. Take Cole Punk ass, like they should. They they should have switched Kung Lao and and Cole. Oh, Chris, thank you. Kano was two thousand seven. LeBron James. If it wasn't if it wasn't for Kano, that movie would be trash. The movie would be trash because what what do you have for what do you have for me to? To, to hold me. The only thing that I can say is the blood and the gore. Here, if it wasn't for the gore, it would be it would be a Disney Plus Mortal Kombat. And that and that's 100% facts. The acting was terrible. The fight scenes was super whack. Like they didn't last long enough. They gave Jacks them punk ass arms for half the movie. And then it's like so many like like bro, it's like I think if Cole wasn't the main character. I'd have just been. I I, I would have been so much happier. Sonya Blade. Let Sonya Blade be the main character. At least I fought with Sonya Blade before. I done fought with Kung Lao before, bro. I didn't get not one Raiden fight. I didn't get a. I didn't get a Raiden fight. He just you know controls the temple. He just show up. He just show up whenever the hell he want. Like he didn't do nothing. I can't get. A, I can't get a Raiden battle. So, I'm I'm highly disappointed in Mortal Kombat, but unfortunately, they did tease Johnny Cage coming back in the next one. 
So, guess what? I'm going to watch because now I'm hoping that, you know, they give us a little more. And uh, Cannon said it. He said it was an origin story. You know, Cannon, I'm going to need you to click the link that's pinned in Facebook, my boy. You know the rules. But they said it's an origin story. So, I get that. Even if it is an origin story, you didn't build it up to be an origin story. If I want to see an origin story, I want a name that lets me know it's an origin story. So I can go in there with a the mindset, this isn't Mortal Kombat. Because you know what, what What happens when I hear Mortal Kombat? When I hear Mortal Kombat is, I'm thinking a Mortal Kombat tournament. You talked about the tournament the entire movie. You let us know the history of Mortal Kombat and that it's a tournament between the worlds. Give me something. You got to give me something. At least let me know. Let me know that there's like a, a tournament's coming because now I, I, I can't, I can't, un, I can't unthink it. That's, I can't, I can't I, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting a war of the worlds, a war of the realms, all of it. I need it. At least give me some sort of inkling that it's going to happen in the next movie because honestly, the way that they, they, built this one up i don't know if that's gonna happen in the next movie and eric i would like that i would like a mortal Kombat versus street fighter movie that that would be amazing even if it even if it doesn't happen just the thought of that is amazing but i do want to know mortal Kombat versus street fighter who would win me personally, I'm going to go Mortal Kombat, especially if I can get not only the the quote unquote good guys in Mortal Kombat, I need also the bad guys. I mean, they took out Goro super easy, but I mean, I need I need Goro versus the E-Honda Honey Hand Slap or something like that. You know what I mean? I need Liu Kang. Versus Ryu or something like that. I need I need those. Those are the type of fights that I want to see. Catch those in the streets, because that would that that right there is what I need. Because that's that's my childhood in one. And <laughs> Ross, he said Ross said when I hear Mortal Kombat, I think of someone yelling World Star, and we didn't get that. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't. I definitely oh, Cannon. I'm definitely gonna get to this. House of Dragon, House of Dragon, a prequel that will deliver. You see the shirt, right? Hold on. Dragonstone, come on now. You see, you see the shirt. I'm prepared to talk about it, but I'm with you right here, Eric. If Raiden fights, then Mortal Kombat. Cause here's my thing: who, who in Street Fighter got anything for Shang Tsung, Raiden? And I'm biased because I really fuck with Liu Kang. But I think Jax, I think Jax would give a lot of people in Street Fighter the blues. So if Jax is gonna give y'all the blues, it's a whole bunch of people in Mortal Kombat that's gonna that's gonna whoop some ass. But that's that that's just that's just me. But House of Dragon, I'm I'm with you, Cannon. A hundred percent. I can't wait for it. I'm on season seven of uh, Game of Thrones right now. This is probably like my 17th time watching it. Um, I've always, I, I just run it back all the time because it's the greatest show. 
on earth. Don't debate me. Uh, I can't wait to see how they how they put it together. Hopefully they have the writers from Game of Thrones seasons one through three back and they don't get lazy towards the end because that really that really broke my heart with Game of Thrones. How how the, the writing got yeah, super, super shitty. And I'm with you. I'm with you, uh, Ross, on, on Kung Lao being the GOAT. Kung Lao was one of my guys in goddamn uh, Mortal Kombat. And they they made Kung Lao go out like a sucker. I don't care if it was the Shang Tsung. He still went out like a sucker because it was too easy. It was too easy. He killed one person. Nah, Kung Lao giving everybody work. But then we just got uh, the origin of Kanan coming back. I still need to watch Power Book 2. I can't, I can't lie. I haven't watched the uh, the the shit with Tariq because for one, I hated Tariq. Tariq was a hoe, um, and he was dumb. And then it's just like the way kind of power started. Just like he was just getting a little iffy towards towards the end. I couldn't really fuck with it, man. And so it was like I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. But of course, my guys, Cannon. Hell, they they keep telling me it's 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 legit. So anybody who got a, a star subscription, holler at me. Don't put it in the comments because I ain't trying to put all your business out there. But go ahead, go ahead, text it or podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. You know, help your brother out so so I can you know get on some power book too. But. <laughs> Ross said I hated him too Talking about Tyreek But he redeemed himself in this one So I'm gonna watch it And so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out I'm I'm currently You know All caught up on On Snowfall You know this is a Snowfall group We fuck with Snowfall here Um I did wanna see more Out of the Snowfall finale just because I felt like it left me with, well, another spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Snowfall, spoiler alert, go watch the shit. You've had a week now, so I don't feel bad for you. But, you know, Snowfall, it, le it left a lot to be desired because I, I wanted to see more. Because I, I don't know if it's, like I said, I don't know if it's Game of Thrones Syndrome. I need a cliffhanger if you're gonna make me wait a year and some change to watch, to to see the next episode. I need some shit at the end of the episode. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? I didn't get that. It was more so just kind of like some tying of loose ends and just like, okay, this was almost like a this was almost like a series finale, not a season finale, where it's just like, okay, at the end of this, well, we know his father left. They kill. They don't have to worry about the reporter no more. But it, it don't give me shit. And <laughs> Eric, Eric said uh, Leon gonna turn on Franklin. And I'm, I'm I'm with you, Ross. He better not, cause as much as I'm, I'm hating Leon, I mean I'm hating Franklin and this goddamn Kane. I think I think Franklin still got got some hitters on his side, where. Leon ain't Leon ain't with that. Leon too dumb. Leon too emotional, and he don't he don't really know the game. And then he don't got the CIA behind him. You ain't fucking with nobody. I got the CIA behind him. 
And so it's just like, if Leon, if Leon flip on Franklin, it's over. I do. I know. I know it's no more Kane. I know the Kane gone, but it's just after seeing you so weak, you gonna have to prove it to me. Another thing that I have an issue with in snowfall, in snowfall was, to me, I felt like. I felt like uh, Man Boy was a better. No, I'm, I'm caught up. I like I'm caught up, but I feel like Man Boy was just a, a better antagonist than than Scully. Man, I I feel like they should have. I, I feel like Man Boy had a lot of long term uh, ability in this show. Man Boy bought a lot, so to me, it's just like. To kill man boy off. And then like I, I just I just don't understand because unless he gonna come back like Kanan, which he better fucking not. He better not come back. Because they killed the shit out of him. But I just felt like he offered so much. And he was kinda unpredictable. He was trying to get Franklin's plug. He was trying. He was trying to do all of this, and it made sense to kill him. But it just don't. I don't know. You got to give me a, a very a very good antagonist outside of you know um, Teddy to to really be interested. But of course, I'm going to watch and I'm going to get re-interested. But I'm with you, Eric. We don't know if Scully's dead. Scully, I mean, because you ain't you ain't you ain't killing no crackhead that easy. You ain't, he ain't a crackhead ain't just finna bleed out. His heart might have stopped, but give him a nice little bump, a little bit of drugs and stuff like that. Then you know that then we good. He might be back on it. So I get what you're saying, man, boy. He got backdoor, and I'm sure he can replace. But I just felt like as far as a character and the character development, they invested so much in Man Boy for him to go out like this was was kind of disappointing for me. So, you know, in, in the in the course of the show, it makes sense. Of course, it makes sense. And it was something that could realistically happen. But I just... I, I personally don't like it. He was actually kind of like one of the people that I, I, I was like, all right, I want to see where this character go. They built him up so much. It, it was it, it was good. So we'll see. And hold on. Eric, you had a comment. You said one series that I'm going to drop after this year is All-American. I haven't really got on All-American. I'm kind of late on it because I saw an Instagram post of someone running the slowest hitch route on earth. And I was just like, yeah, nah, if this is a football movie, I can't fuck with it. So I haven't watched All American, but I have heard some good things about it. So maybe if it's like a, a series cap where the, sh- where the stuff start really getting shitty, then maybe, maybe I'll start watching it and turn it off off that. So, but yeah. And and Ross, I'm with you. I, I, Cannon said, you know, real street life got an expiration on it. Yeah, this is real street life, but it's also TV. So you you can sp- you can spruce shit up a little bit, cause like like Ross said, he he should at least have one more season. And so, 
<laughs> Ross, I ain't about to do uh, All American. I, I haven't even started watching. Um, another recommendation for our, from our guy Kev, uh, he, he told us to watch this movie on Disney Plus called Safety. I don't know if y'all have watched it yet, but if you haven't, check out Safety on Disney Plus. That shit is pretty fucking dope, according to Kev, and he's one of the people that that I uh, I, I can I can rock with. And so, uh, currently, I ain't really watching shit because I'm still trying to finish this goddamn Justice League, which is four hours long. I, I'm trying to see this Zack Snyder cut, and I, I can't. And I think it's I'm I'm just I'm I think it's because Chase. My life is, you know, surrounded by my kid now, and I can't sit down and just watch shit for four hours. And it's almost like I have ADHD now that I have a child because I, when I sit down and I'm just watching TV, I feel like I'm, I need something else to do. I can't focus on shit. And 30 minutes in, I'm like looking over, checking the, checking the monitor. I'm going upstairs, making sure everybody good. Um, going. Then next thing you know, I sit back down. I'm in the group chats. I'm on Bleacher Report. Next thing you know, 45 minutes to pass in the movie. I'm like, what the fuck has happened? I've literally watched the part of where the Flash has come back in to uh, the Zack Snyder portion. And I'm like, god damn. Like, I've missed like 30 minutes of the movie. So I have, I've, I've restarted in that section like seven times. And I don't know when I'm going to finish it. I don't know when. I think I might need to just take a mental health day from work one day and just be like, look, as soon as I wake up, watch the Zack Snyder cut because I'm, I'm truly excited to see it. And my guy, my boy, Jeremiah, I, I believe you. Justice League is good and it won't. I won't be disappointed, so I'm definitely going to watch. So now that we kind of like in – and you know we we did Mortal Kombat. Another thing that I'm excited about, I'm excited about this Suicide Squad remake. So, I love superhero movies. I didn't hate Suicide Squad, but some of the things that I didn't like about Mortal Kombat is kind of what like what I didn't like about Suicide Squad, because with Suicide Squad it was just kind of like. You're dropping characters in this movie. And you're kind of rushing a lot of stuff to get all the characters in the movie, tell their backstories, and then throw some action in there as well. I think that now that we kind of know some of the backstory and how the Suicide Squad has taken, you know, has come about. Even though I am a comic book kind of like, I won't say I'm a comic book head, but I am a fan of comic books. So I kind of know some of these stories. I know uh, about some of these guys. So I don't necessarily need an origin story, but what, as 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 people who don't know, it's someone who's new to kind of this kind of stuff. I'm I'm judging it off of that, and it seemed it it was rushed. So I feel that this is an opportunity for them to make amends and really come correct and, and do some things in this Suicide Squad. And you never really know from the trailers and the behind the scenes and and stuff like that what it's really going to look like when it comes on film. But I think that when we get this new Suicide Squad, they're going to correct a lot of error in their ways. And they did keep some of the same characters. Like they kept Harley Quinn um, and stuff like that. But then they replaced Deadshot. 
it's kind of fucked up. You got to replace a black man with a black man. We couldn't get, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. But I think that it's going to be a lot of action and it can be a buildup for adding more suicide squads, more characters, more standalone films. And hopefully if they're redoing this goddamn suicide squad, they redo that bullshit of a Harley Quinn movie that they did because that shit was terrible. And, and Ross, no, I don't watch anything on the, on CW um, just because for a while I didn't really have cable. I was just streaming. I was cutting some cords. Um, but I did hear Arrow was really good. And I think Gotham came on CW, but I watched Gotham on Netflix. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing good things about the CW. Didn't, like, the CW transform to what was the old WB with the frog? Or like UPN or whatever the hell that shit was. UPN had some dope ass black shows back in the day. And so, you know, but that's uh that's neither here nor there. Um I'm trying to think of what else. Um pretty much I wanted to come on here and talk some music. But ain't nobody dropping no fucking music for real for real. I mean it's it's some it's some it's 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 some heat coming out, but We've really been on a kind of just like a a couple here and there. That money bag yo, I mean money bag yo, go money bag yo. He ain't really gonna disappoint. He 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 found his lane and he stick to it. Money bag yo give you a lot of music for for dudes who dealing with women who ain't got time for a whole lot of women bullshit. But we gonna make some shit happen. So you know. And Cannon, I got I got a shout out Cannon. Cannon is one of like the biggest Dirk fans you'll ever meet. So I, I'm with him. Dirkio, he, he he doing something different. You know he as he say he's the voice. Um, you know I think I think rap, depending on what you're looking for, is in a good spot because it gives you a little bit of everything. Um, my guy, uh, BFB Pac-Man, he just got into a fight in the airport, and he about to drop his mixed. I'm mean, he about to drop his album. Lil Yachty didn't add him on his album, but I'm kind of glad about that because he, Lil Yachty just dropped a little Michigan tape where he worked with everybody from Michigan. I, that shit was kind of hard. I want to see some like the bigger artists kind of do that too, where you just kind of like put on, you know, some on, on some, you know. Not necessarily underground artists, but some some lesser known lesser known artists, and I think that'd be a good way for some of these artists to kind of make some noise in this this downtime where still ain't nobody touring, and people is kind of afraid to put out music. Like, I think Drake doesn't get a lot of credit, but Drake does put like I, I've I've been hard on Drake. I don't think Drake has put put out any quality projects in quite some time but what I will say is he does give a lot of lesser known artists a chance because he hopped on that he hopped on that little baby track he hopped on that block boy JB track he hopped on that trouble track and he's 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 consistently done that like remember what he did when he hopped on the the Migos Versace and it just took him to another level so Regardless of my my thoughts on Drake and how underwhelming his last few projects have been, you can't really hate on what he's doing because it's working. 
back on so far gone he said but so big i could probably sell a blank this and he's proving that shit because drake ain't really giving me anything as a music lover anything of quality and i think he realizes he doesn't have to and even if he doesn't realize he doesn't have to he really doesn't have to because you know things change when you give money sometimes you don't have the same motivation. And that's always been my thing with the last few projects. I haven't felt like it's been any like true feeling in in Drake's music. I haven't felt like Drake has given me anything where it's like, you know what, I can I this, I like this, I like to hear this. Like I like to 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 have this substance. I can listen to it and I can be like, cool. He can he once again, he'll give you some tracks. He'll definitely give you some a, a couple good tracks here, but I'm one of those people I don't like. I don't like something that's just a couple tracks, especially if, like Cannon said, Cannon said Drake's the goat. So when someone calls you the goat, I have to hold you to goat standards. I can't listen to your album where it's like you give me like three, four, five tracks out of you know twelve, fifteen, twenty tracks. And it's only a couple that I'm like, all right, this is fire. And then the rest is filler. No, if, if you're the GOAT, I need to listen to it and I can listen through it straight through. I can listen to it and I can feel like it flows. I can listen to it and I feel like it has a concept. I can listen to it and it's just like, okay, this is timeless. This is some shit that I can go back to. Because to me personally, when is the, like, I, like, I'll say it for me because once again, music is subjective. I can't name you the last album where Drake put it out and I listened to it and to me it had replay value. And then three years, four years, five years, however long down the line I listened to it and the shit still aged where it's just like, I can still listen to this. Eric says the Black Album. And I respect that. I'm gonna even give you something from kind of, you know, Drake's class with with Kendrick. Man, you listen to, like, put on Good Kid, Mad City today. The shit still rides. The shit still feels like when he dropped it. It's still, like, it's nostalgic. It, it still feels like, okay, this is crazy. Like, even with Damn, like, I still put on Damn, and I'm like, all right. Like, he going crazy. And I know Cannon will respect me on this one too. Bro, it's a lot of big crit mixtapes and albums you can put on right now. And shit's is going to hit. Forest Hill Drive, J. Cole, the warm up, all of man, like, And so that's why I'm so underwhelmed with Drake because I don't feel like Drake really has anything that like, I can go back. I Personally, I didn't like Views. I didn't like Scorpion. Um... What was that other one? Um, not if you're reading this, but it was something like I can go back to take care. Take care is still cool. I can listen to that. But for real, for real, the only thing that I can really go back and listen to with Drake where I still feel like, yo, it's so far gone. So far gone is that's the last project that Drake has put out where I feel like it really gives me a feeling. It really gives me something that I can like listen to and it's almost like it's telling a story. It's, it feels like he means it. I haven't felt like Drake has meant any of his music in the last like c- 
couple of projects. Um, but if we're talking about like how like I, I'm loving where music is because for so for so much of my life, music was extremely regional. It was, and it was really just state specific, and it was dominated by New York, L.A. Then you know the South came in, where you had Texas, certain portions of Texas, you know Houston. Then you know Atlanta got crazy. Atlanta, I don't care what nobody says. Atlanta is you know at the at the top. Atlanta, you can listen to Atlanta and get any anything you want from music right now. As far as hip hop and and and, and R and B, whatever the case may be, rap, all of it. Atlanta can give you everything. So I'm really liking where it's at. But what I'm also liking is where now with streaming, it allows music to be so, so easily accessible. And being from, you know, Cincinnati, a lot of, you know, it's a lot of good stuff going on there, but not about here. And like right now, like I love Detroit music. I love, you know. I'm, I'm gonna get to it, but I love Detroit music. I love Kentucky music because that's that's my area. Like Detroit, Flint, Michigan, you know, Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati, you know, Louisville, Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. Like those are like those are all places that I used to go as a kid, and I still go as an adult when I you know when I'm around, and it's amazing. Like, and you got a lot of gems that were local. You know, that would have been local celebrities, but now getting a lot of widespread, like, you know, mainstream prey. Well, let's not say mainstream, but, you know, some some recognition like ESTG. ESTG from Louisville, Kentucky. He used to uh, my cousin. He used to uh, he told me he used to uh, play ball up at, uh, I believe, Indiana State. Man. If if you want something before you about to go club, don't listen to ESTG because if you drink a henny or whatever your your vice may be, you gonna go you gonna go up in there you gonna knock some heads off. Cause when you listen to that, you feeling like all right, I'm the toughest motherfucker on the planet. Cause that motherfucker there be spitting. If you go, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my favorite ESTG track on the end of this uh, podcast uh, when I'm done. But go check them out. It is dope. And <laughs> Ross, I'm with you. Atlanta is definitely Wakanda right now. And you know, Outkast, Ti, and Luda put ATL on the map. You forgetting, man. You forgetting a lot of people when you say Outkast, Ti, and Luda. Let's not forget the little John era. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Like it's a whole, it's a whole lot of errors that really birthed a lot of people in in the South. Yes, you know, Outkast, and you know, Dungeon Family, you know, Organized Noise. Like they 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 definitely had a lot to do with Atlanta, you know, coming to the forefront. But you have a lot of other people that had a hand in taking it mainstream, and. I don't care what nobody say. We must, we must, we must, we must give Gucci Mane his flowers. I've been, a, I've been a Gucci Mane fan since 2006 in in high school 
when my cousin Big A put me on the so icy, I was like, oh, okay, this is this is what we're doing. We was riding around in a Chevy Blazer, getting into some trouble. So I think Gucci and Currency have the two most extensive catalogs in music. Not rap, not black culture, in music. I think I seen a, it was a tweet or something that said Currency had 91 projects. And I don't know how big y'all are over like for for currency currency don't miss i can't i i don't know the last time currency put out a, last, a bad project so 91 projects and you ain't miss get that man his flowers and eric eric says gucci over jeezy i don't know this is pure preference sir because just like like in that versus battle, where I said after Gucci played Truth, the bat like the versus was that was Gucci's because it's strictly of the 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 personas that they have to do that and to do what he did, even if you know they say it wasn't technically Gucci's man. I mean, uh, Jeezy's man, and technically Jeezy didn't put out a hit. Y'all, y'all was, y'all was still kind of like, you know, like you still gotta realize, at the end of the day, he did it. At the end of the day, you know, I've always said that in rap, Titty Boy has had the greatest rebrand of any rapper. But when Gucci came out of jail, he 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 putting up a fight. And the reason why I say, you know, that is because Teddy Boy rebranded to Two Chains, you know, after the, you know, he left Player Circle, he changed his name, and he just blew up. Then he started getting all of the, you know, number one songs, songs played everywhere. Now he got a show on you know on vice most expensivest and so it's just like that rebrand was crazy but when gucci man came out of jail his rebrand was so crazy that motherfuckers thought that he like he was a clone that this wasn't even him so i like to me I'm always, I'm always going to be Gucci over Jeezy just because I've always been a Gucci fan. Like Gucci, Gucci, he's always come to Cincinnati. He's always showed love to Cincinnati. Part of uh, the movie mixtape with DJ Drama, he recorded in Cincinnati. So I'm biased because, you know, when you when you a city that don't really get a lot of love and a lot of praise and you got somebody that, that's showing love. You kind of fuck with him. Same reason why I fuck with Cameron so heavy because Cameron always showed love to Columbus and Ohio and, and Springfield. So, you know, I love those artists. And right here, can't even put the nail on the head. Jeezy did put a head out for a so icy a ten k for a so icy chain. And like you said, when people hear that number, regardless if you was playing or not, just like when uh it was a hit out on Lil Leon, when they hear it. People going to do whatever it takes to try and collect on that money. 
And so regardless, that's a hit. Oh, Ross, man, you see, you know I can't forget about Cam. He used to get it in Ohio. Come on now, that's showing like that's showing love. He shows love. But man, it's it's a lot more that I want to get to, but I really I'ma wait, you know. I'm gonna leave y'all with a cliffhanger. So the next time we talk, I need everybody to I I'm giving y'all I'm giving I'm giving the whole game some homework. We need to watch safety. And that's it. Let's just watch safety and then we're gonna review the draft next time uh we get here. So once again, I am AJ. This is the three man weave podcast. I will be on some uh, other shows tomorrow uh, for the draft. Most likely, I'm going to be over on the JDF Sports Network, uh, you know, on their live draft show. Um, so I will put in the chat, catch me there, show some support, show them that the three-man weave gang, we always going to come out in, in, in full numbers. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for, for who showed up. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment on the YouTube Go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us, rate us five stars, leave us a good review. If you leave us a good review, that just helps us be found by more people who want to listen to episodes and podcasts like this. Um, I'm AJ for Cannon, for Hill. It's the Three Man Weave Podcast. Instagram, Three Man Weave Podcast.3.man.weave at Gmail. And we out. Reasons why you can't come up east. We can don't in chipes. I know it's stick on sweeping off the street. EST the streets, they know we get money and kill it. We get all my ops is rappers. Ain't no shit. They tryna kill a beat. G on the seven lane shit with us all against us. Burning bridges. Niggas in the middle get left in the river. Blizzard through the switches. It take like four seconds to shoot 50. They refresh their insta. Hope to see me dead. I gone to prison. But I'm fresh in all my pictures. Icy like the symbol winner. Sliding with my niggas. We don't see our ops and drop the window. We gon' hop out, get them down. Your fastest man out when it's semi. We in parties tripping. Please don't walk up asking for no pictures. I turned up the city. All the killers wanna lock in with me. They see boppin', so spinning. Send your bitch dog to spin out. Big bro, pop them slows and get on bullshit with his child. And we gon' shoot regardless. Don't get caught out with your mama. And we still throw up seats for con gang, home of the robbers. And niggas know they gambling with their life coming down popular. And I drop off at Guala, make them come knock off your pasta. And all y'all know who shot y'all. Tell the house, pick up their bodies. With the stop and shoot it steady when you pop it. It always been about money, always been fuck all outside. Yeah, anxious ops keep getting hit with shots like it's they be day. Surround myself with sharpshooters who don't pass to their teammates. The island where it's violent, act like you don't know where we stay. We back to back in Elay, trying to make sure you get cremated. An auction for them bodies so far, I done been the highest. I flew out to Cali, met a man with options of exotic. I'm silent and I'm solid, make most Migos take a like. We already like Vikings, banging two straps like we dyking. Driving on the highway, it's pounds exotic by the tire. Yo, Gotti came and snatched me out the jungle with the lions. It wasn't too hard to find me, looking for the diamonds and choppers. He had choppers, shiners, young niggas who shoot with Houston Rockets. Yeah. Big bro, pop them slows and get on bullshit with his choppers. And we gon' shoot regardless, don't get caught out with your mama. And we still throw up seats for con gang, home of the robbers. And niggas know they gambling with their 
life coming down poplar. And I drop off at Guala, make them come knock off your pasta. And all y'all know who shot y'all. Tell the house, pick up their bottles. And AI with the stop and shoot it steady when you pop it. It always been about money, always been fuck all outside. I can vouch for these amphetamines Water boys pull up with more ice than niggas ever seen, yeah Look at all these diamonds that that pressure bring Rap niggas think they trap niggas cause they selling weed, yeah You was laid up trying to catch some Z's I was catching peas, country channel team trying to catch some Niggas better watch they top come down pop late night cruise Fuck I'm talking about, daytime niggas get hit and they noodle They gon' pull your body off the ground, your face late next to it All that tough shit you was talking, nigga, we gon' make you talk I'm the youngest, richest nigga out my city, call my bluff I got college hoes out here on the island, they tryna fuck Y'all know who hitting y'all up, I bet she can't feel nothing I bet she can't feel nothing, I bet she miss his brother From the whole thing to the onions, niggas know that we get money In the country with the junkies, where the prices of it double They done let me run my money up so much, the ops in trouble I will find my plug on my own, I ain't get on from my own yeah. I can vouch for these amphetamines Water boys pull up with more ice than niggas ever seen, yeah Look at all these diamonds that that pressure bring Rapper niggas think they trap niggas cause they selling weed, yeah You was laid up trying to catch some Z's I was catching peas, country town OT trying to catch a fiend, yeah. You was laid up trying to catch some Z's I was catching peas, country town OT trying to catch a fiend, yeah We two different breeds, I got hit and clean Tell me what you need, baby, hit this weed Did she hit her knees? I think she my speed She know when to leave, I don't sit no green, I don't smoke OG, riding through the square, bitches me and Lee, I was like 19, but I was a plug in, I can get you plugged in, G, you got them drugs in, all I got is plug friends, if you want that smoke, make sure your lungs big, and your guns big as my funds is, you look in my eyes and see, I never knew what love is, I look at your ride and see, you don't know how it does feel, dry snitching, sipping, trying to send me where the fuzz is, niggas in they feelings, know they wishing that my run in, I can vouch for these amphetamines Water boys pull up with more ice than niggas ever seen, yeah Look at all these diamonds that that pressure bring Rap niggas think they trap niggas cause they selling weed, yeah